Hey girl, it's Charlotte Teese, your host, and welcome back to the Hey Girl Podcast. I am your favorite empowerment coach, and if you are new here, I make other women stronger by helping them to be more confident about who they are and walking in their words. Here's what you need to do so you never miss a show. Make us one of your favorites. Let's get into today's show. Hey girl, happy Monday. Listen, it has been an interesting week. So y'all, the last time I spoke with you all, it was right before Easter. Um, We were going, um, it was Holy Week. So I encouraged you all to, to steal away, spend some time with God and expect great things from him and um it it has been amazing um during that that week of like solitude and just praying and reading the bible and um going to church and online like service and everything I realized something and um it's nothing like thinking you had dealt with something and then something um presents itself and you have this array of different emotions and it's like wait a minute (laughs) where did you come from and that's what happened to me um over the last couple of weeks I was um listening to a podcast and I actually just like stumbled upon this podcast. I listened to a variety of different podcasts um, about marriage, singleness, um, being a Christian, just all different types. I'm not one of those people who, because I do something, I can't support someone else, but I'm always looking to learn and grow because I believe that you don't become a wife uh, when you get married. You are already a wife. Um, so I want to make sure that when my husband comes, I can step into that role effortlessly, quote unquote, because I know it's going to be uh, two of us coming together and two individuals joining and coming together as one so there's bound to be um a learning curve right so when I say effortlessly that doesn't mean perfection um I just want to be all that God has called me to be before uh we link up so I'm always learning I'm always growing I have married friends I have mommy friends I have single friends I have um 
I think I even have like divorced friends and um so I, I I'm learning, right? Um and so I was listening to this podcast and just like through that week I had something had just come over me and I was like what is going on? And I was just sad. And I was listening to this podcast podcast and it was about grieving and and not grieving in the sense of someone that you love had passed away it was about grieving the loss of friendship relationship and those particular people are still alive they're just no longer a part of your life and as I was listening to this particular podcast my heart just began to just like settle in in that and and she was speaking and I cannot remember um the name of the the episode um and she was talking about um the stages of grief and I've heard about the stages of grief before and when I was researching and reading more about um the stages of grief which they are denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance again they are denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance and the particular i think it was a woman I believe who came up with these stages of grief and I thought I had written her name down spank on me I guess I didn't y'all um but research shows that there is no particular order that these stages of grief can come in some people think that it is a progression um thing so if you experience denial first then immediately after that is anger then after anger is bargaining and the the research that i found states that it does not happen in any particular order so just because you felt uh anger before you felt denial um it doesn't matter and so when i was having this unrest um and I was listening to this podcast and I was like oh my goodness I am still grieving and we know that grief can can come at any time okay grief if you've lost somebody physically it doesn't matter if it's been one second or 100 years something that you used to do a smell somebody can look similar if you see a picture it can trigger all these different type 
of emotions and here you are reminiscing and feeling sad and sorry because that individual is no longer here right um I remember and then I'm going to get back to this other part of grief I remember when my grandmother had passed this was about 13 years ago my niece is 13 so I believe it was about 13 years ago and um I remember it like it was yesterday. I play it over in my head every single year uh when her death date comes. And I remember where I was, what I was doing and I was so angry right? This is the the five stages. So I was angry at first because I remember it had to have been a a Monday night because we had, I was in my college gospel choir at the time and we had rehearsal on Monday nights and they always went super late y'all. Like God would come in, he would just wreck us. So it was not unusual for me to be out super late on a Monday night and my grandmother she would often like wait up for me to come home um I had put like a chair in my room for her we would sit in there and we would watch House of Pain, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy I had even like bought a refrigerator like a little refrigerator for my room because I had worked at Giant Eagle during the time and I would bring us like our snacks and everything (laughs) and honey she would be eating the snacks without me (laughs) sometime or she'd be like bring this home bring this home and um so it was not unusual for for me to be out late or for her to wait for me to come in before she would um go to bed and so this particular night I I was out and they were blowing my phone up and I was literally um, coming down my street and I can't remember if I had people in the car with me or not but I'm pretty sure that I did and um, I believe it was my mom and she's like we had to rush your grandmother to the hospital you know she wasn't breathing and my heart had just sunk because I should have been at home. That's how I felt, right? I should have been at home. And so I immediately, and y'all, the hospital that she, they were at was literally right next door to where I was having rehearsal. So I had to go all the way back over Um, to that side of town and I called uh, my most trusted friends at the time a lot of them was in the were in the gospel choir so they met me there I remember us being in the lobby just praying and praying and praying and praying and um she did not pass that that day um I believe it was the the next day or maybe a couple of days after that (sighs) and um I, 
people probably thought I was crazy because the day that she had passed, uh, the gospel choir had an event, right? And this young lady who used to be my, my best friend, she was pregnant at the time with, at the time I did not know I was going to be um, her son's godmother. But I went to that event. I could not sit still. I could not say where I was. I had to keep going. Meanwhile, there were tons of people at my home. I couldn't stay there. And I did not even grieve in that moment because in that moment, I felt like I had to be strong. I had to be strong uh, for my mother. And, you know, she just lost her mother. So she can't be consoling me (laughs) because... I mean, yes, it was my grandmother, but that's her mom. And that's how I felt at the time. And so, and I know my mom is listening to this. So just listen, mom. And so I, um, I went and y'all, I was just so out of it. Right. And I end up with my friend at the time, my best friend at the time, she was in the car with me. We were going, she was pregnant and I hit, um, somebody in front of me literally it was a tap y'all like a a serious like gentle barely tap y'all and the the girl got out of the car I was like is are you okay I'm like yes I'm fine I'm like listen I'm so sorry um I just lost my grandmother I'm just I am not even here right now she's like it's okay nothing's wrong with my car nothing's wrong with your car we went on about our merry way and um I went on. I could not, I could not grieve in that moment. And I felt like I was just dealing now that I am older and I'm able to understand what I was feeling or what I was doing. I was really in the denial, anger phase of my grief. This was 13 years ago, y'all. And recently, my grandmother's twin sister um, had passed away. Um, It hasn't maybe two years. And so when she passed, it was like my grandmother was passing all over again. And I got a phone call from my mom and she was crying. And... I knew that my family was going to take this extremely hard, you guys, because like I said, it was like losing my grandmother all over again. So I knew that I had to get myself together because I have to be strong, right? And I was driving in the car and I called my friend and I was like, I was just calling her, you know, really to just tell her like, this is what's going on. I'm on my way to the hospital and immediately y'all I lost it in that car and nobody knows this but y'all now (laughs) nobody and my friend at the time and I was just like I lost it in the car and I was like I cannot do this again I cannot do this again I'm like really God like, really, God, you gonna do this again? And um I had 
to get myself together. And I said that to say that grief can hit you at any time. And you can experience these stages of grief in any order. And so when I was going through Holy Week and I was just sad and didn't even know it, right, until I had listened to this podcast and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I am in the acceptance phase of my grief. And because I was angry about um, some particular friendships, right? I was angry about how things had played out. And my friends who know me know that my cutoff game, baby, is strong. I would literally be like, you are dead to me. You are dead to me. I could walk by you. And 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 for real, y'all, it would not even always be intentional. Like if I wouldn't speak. Because in my mind, you do not exist to me. So being in, in your presence or you being in my presence and me not speaking... It wasn't even me being rude, y'all. It was like, I don't even see you. That's how terrible it was. And I really had to ask God to help me because, baby, I got to make it into the gates. (laughs) I got to see his face in peace. And I am not a mean person. Um, So... My my one friend will be like, dog, I was dead to you. You were. And there are people, there have been people in my life that, you know, we have disconnected. And people might be like, oh, someone sold this. And I'd be like, that person really exists? I feel like a, a what is it, a Lucky Charms commercial? Like, they do exist. Or was that Eminem? I don't know. But I'd be like, oh my gosh, I didn't make that person up. Like, they're real because, baby, when I say dead to me, I mean dead to me, y'all. And I really had to ask God to help me. And <laughs> listen, it's only by the help of the Lord. And so when I was listening to this podcast, I'm like, okay, I've dealt with the the anger part of these losses and now I feel like I'm in the acceptance phase of these losses and it's been years y'all and that's what I mean by grief comes in waves and stages and there's no like oh I'm only gonna be angry for 21 days oh I'm only in denial for about 15 minutes Baby, I was angry for about two to three years. 
with a few of my friends. And we are no longer friends, okay? And I had to make up in my mind that it's just not even worth it. Like, to be angry because I'm holding on to this anger and these these men and sirs of God is going is going on. Okay? They going on about their business. They don't care. Um and so I had to I had to get me together. And so I realized in this time of just like reflection, like, okay, God, I'm no longer angry. I'm not, I can speak. Um, we can be cordial. Um, we can be in the same space and you're no longer dead to me. Like, I know that you're there. I can clearly see you. Like, I know who you are. (laughs) Okay. It's, it's, you do exist. Okay. But now, I'm in the acceptance phase of my grief. Like, okay, listen, we are probably never going to be friends again. We are probably, um, things will probably never be how they used to be. I will never understand how, um, things got here, right? And and let's just throw this out there. I am not and nor was I ever even in my angry phase about trying to clear my name about anything. I I wasn't about that. And I know that I have said this in other episodes as well. Um even in our disconnect I'm still keeping secrets and things that I know that I could share. And I'm not because I was never that angry to where I'd be like, I'm about to air this place out. (laughs) Oh, because I know that the narrative that other people are telling makes me look like a villain and them look like a victim but baby I do not care to clear the air about anything I don't need uh to make any noise about what I know because I I just don't y'all so I realized I hope y'all are following me um, that I'm in the acceptance phase and accepting the loss still hurts. Okay. It's not an acceptance. It's like, all right, here we are. I'm good. Moving right along. No, honey, that thing still hurts. And if I'm being honest, yes, those Older losses also played a part in my realization over the last couple of weeks. But can I tell you that there is 
I feel in my heart, y'all, and I think that this is also what has been weighing heavy on me as well. It's like um, I was having a conversation with someone the other day. I don't care if you, and this is like as it relates to death. I don't care if you know that somebody has been struggling with with illness for 15 years and we knew that they were about to go on and be with the Lord, baby, that loss still hurts. It still impacts you. And so that's where I am with another friendship. I can see the decline, right? And I can tell that the loss is about to happen. The disconnect, the disassociation is about to happen. And my heart is heavy. And so I feel like I'm at the acceptance phase of grieving that loss as well. And it's been tearing your girl up. And I have really just been like, God, please, no, no. So maybe I'm kind of like at acceptance and denial with this other relationship. But with those older ones, maybe that anger was definitely there. And now I'm at the acceptance phase and I'm processing how to accept the losses of those friendships and those relationships. And so I wanted to come on and encourage any one of you who is under the sound of my voice, who has experienced loss, whether it be in the physical sense and you've lost someone who's no longer here um or relationally and you were like that was my dog like we was in the sandbox and you're having trouble with the separation yeah that that can be tough. Again, I, I you could not have told me that some of my friends that I like went to bat for that. Listen, you couldn't have told me that we would not be friends today. And so I think that's why I was in that anger phase for so long especially when you know that you've been good to someone right and you uh protected them and you just rode for them talk about a ride or die okay (laughs) talk about a ride or die and to know that this is where y'all's relationship and friendship has come yeah baby that kept me angry for a while and I had to deal with that and process that 
And now I'm in my acceptance phase. It still hurts, right? Because a loss hurts. Again, no matter if you saw it coming from a mile away or this was a sudden loss, baby, it still hurts. And if you do not have the words, the the tools, the support, baby, you'll be in trouble. I tell all of my my friends or anybody that I I converse with when it's when it's with loss, <clears throat> everybody is always there in the beginning. Like when the loss first happens, baby, they bring a KFC, they got the styrofoam plates, they they got the soda, the water, the napkins, the card, the flowers, the edible arrangements. But when all of that is over and you are left with yourself, that's when you need the people. That's when you need the support. That's when you need the friends. Maybe a good card will do. Um, come and sit with me on the porch. Um, the phone call. It's the days after. Again, I remember when my grandmother passed. Baby, I could not sleep alone for a very long time. I, to this very day, do not watch Jeopardy, do not watch Wheel of Fortune, do not watch House of Pain. And the House of Pain, you know, if you have DVR, it's still recording and I don't watch it. I can't watch it. I literally just wore a shirt that my mom had gave me of my grandmother um last week sometime there are just some things that I just can I will not be doing anymore because that's what we used to do together so I leave that for us I grief can happen to anybody and it doesn't matter how long you knew someone my niece is 13. She, quote unquote, met my grandmother. How much can a, a three-month-old baby meet someone, right? But spirits be knowing. And she met my grandmother when she was a baby. My niece was born in December. My grandmother passed in towards the end of February. Um, and my grandmother gave her like this little blanket I mean, this pillow. And baby, talk about this pillow. My niece does not go anywhere without this pillow. This pillow is hanging on by a thread. Remember, my niece is 13. So she's had this pillow for 13 years that my grandmother has given her and she only knows that my grandmother has given this to her as she's come older to understand maybe she don't let you put no new pillowcase on it her grandmother her other grandmother has tried to like sew it up baby she take that thing as is and you better not try to wash it you listen talk about an attitude you better not try to wash 
this pillow. There were times as she was growing up that she would cry for my grandmother, which would be her great-grandmother, that she would cry for her. And I would never understand. I'm like, girl, you didn't even know her. (laughs) I'll be like, sis, you were like two months old. Why are you crying for a woman that you didn't even know. And as she got older, she would be like, because you guys talk about her so, and she sounds so amazing. And I do know her. I do know her. Like she helped me. We would have to send her pictures of my grandmother all the time holding her. She had got a new phone and the picture had erased or something. And baby, when I tell you she cried, she cried. My mom had to find the picture of my grandmother holding her and send it to her. So grief can happen whenever, however. It doesn't matter if you've known somebody for a second or if you've known them all of your life. And it comes in stages. And I'm just at my acceptance phase. And it still hurts because now I am accepting the fact that things will probably never be the same. And I'm okay with it. And it doesn't mean that things cannot progress um, or that things cannot get better or that we're not able to move forward. But they'll never be the way that they used to be and and some people you shouldn't say that because no I am saying that because number one I don't want it to be the way that things used to be I'm I'm not the same person that I used to be I am walking in wisdom now I am no longer uh walking in in toxicity I am not afraid to to speak up about what I deserve, what I am worth, what my expectations are. So the way that we used to run before, if the Lord wants you to spin the block again, baby, you're going to have to come up. <laughs> you're going to have to come up to where he has brought me to. And if you are not there, then I know that it is not meant to be in this season. So I've grown. And I only want to continue to grow. And I want people around me who can recognize where they have fallen short. Make the change and level up. I was literally telling another young lady that I was talking to the other day that everybody can't go. And as much as I loved my former friends, maybe everybody can't go. And sometimes people don't want to go because they like their mess. They like the attention that it brings. They like that. So they would rather stay in mess because it brings them attention. No. No, ma'am. 
and no sir so everybody can't go and everybody doesn't want to some people are satisfied with the bare minimum and God has not called me to to be bare minimum he has not called you to operate in the bare minimum It's time to get healthy, okay? It's time to eat your spinach, Popeye. <laughs> it's time to activate those muscles, Popeye. Y'all, I know that was so random, but that's how that just came to my head. <laughs> but it's time. It's time, okay? And I want that for you. So if you are in the denial phase, the anger phase, the bargaining, and I, listen, I know I did some bargaining, like, come on, God, really, God? Like, this my A's, like, like, we, we was in the thick of it, okay? In the thick of it. In the thick of it. But if God allows relationships, friendships to spin the block again, baby, we got to be better. I'm better. I'm no longer angry. No longer in denial. I am in the acceptance phase. And I don't and I, I guess I have to do more reading and maybe I need to do a part two of this. Let me know if you guys want a part two of this because I do have a friendship where I literally was like, you're dead to me. And God spent the block and um, we are friends, really, really good friends now. And um, if you want to hear about that process and that journey, then you have to let me know. You you can slide in my DM. You can message me on Instagram. But better than ever, healthy. And it took a it took me a while because that that particular friend will probably tell you that I was stubborn, right? And and because I was still kind of angry and unhealthy at that point, baby, you had to prove yourself you just wasn't gonna come back and be like oh okay let's be friends no (laughs) like you had to prove your your spot here that's y'all are y'all judging me because i hope not because that was years ago and i i would never you know say that you have to prove that you deserve to be in someone's life. But to some degree, you do have to show yourself worthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not even just worthy, but just why should I be connected to you? I should be able to see that. Because you exude your... You exude all that God has called you to be. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's a person that I need to be connected to. Because I'm all about purposeful connections. Our relationships cannot be one-sided. I cannot, and I will ride for my friends, but I cannot be the only one always picking you up. 
because you don't got no car. I can't be the one always picking up the tab. And I don't mind. But you got to want more too. You have to want more too. So our, our connections have to be purposeful. I can't have any more lopsided relationships where I'm doing more. That drains you. That depletes you. And then when it is a loss, baby, I ain't lose nothing. There were some friends who were like, eh, that really wasn't a loss. <laughs> it was a gain. I gained more peace. I gained more financially. I gained more sleep because you're now waking me up in the middle of the night because we got a ride. So a lot of things that we are calling losses, were they really losses? Was it a gain for us? So you can grieve the loss of the living. It is very much normal. And I realized that over this. And I think this is all a part of becoming your best self. The best version of yourself. Becoming more self-aware. That is how you walk in your worth. Is knowing where you are in life. Because you cannot bring that negative baggage into your workspace, your intimate spaces, your friendships. That's why a lot of us be screaming no new friends. Not just because, oh, we have great friends, but because we've had some horrible ones. And then some of us are the terrible friends. So this is how you walk in your word is spending time identifying where where do I line up here? What are some things that I need to work on? Because I listen, y'all, I'm not afraid to admit I was angry. I would call my good friend my sister and I would be like listen you're gonna have to talk me off of this ledge because I'm ready to go toe to toe I'm ready I'm ready to risk it all here and a prayer right now mm-mm it, it ain't it ain't hitting like it's supposed to. It's not hitting because I'm ready to hit. And my friend would be like, you can't. You can't. And she would speak life into me. That's why it's important for you to have people in your life who can see when you cannot because baby if i would have somebody tell me listen i understand let's let's go <sighs> who knows where we would be y'all who knows where look at me say where we would be <laughs> where i would be who knows 
But I had praying friends. I had a praying mother. And I had to pray. I had to pray. And listen, I'm still waiting on God to overturn, overturn, overturn. But until he does it, while I'm waiting, baby, he gonna get this worship out of me. Because I can't do both. Either I'm going to give it to him or I'm going to carry it. And the burden wasn't made for me. <laughs> it's not giving. So I'm giving it over to the Lord. Okay. Because he can work it out. Come on, Vicky. Because he can work it out. What's that, Vicky, y'all? <laughs> because he can work it out. So whatever stage, and maybe you didn't even realize that you were grieving losses of friendships. And I believe that this can apply to like jobs and things of that nature. Maybe you did not even understand, like, what is this I'm feeling? You're grieving the loss of a living friend. And now that you know that, let's deal with it. Because I I want healthy friends. I want healthy relationships. And healthy does not mean without error, without flaw. I believe that your friends can challenge you and you still be friends. Because you should not like every single thing that I do. And I'm not going to like every single thing that you do. But we should still be able to be friends because I should respect and honor your perspective. So I challenge you to do the inner work. I challenge you to see where you are and what it is that you need to change and implement so that you can present your best self to the world. And don't let people be dead to you. Don't be like me, okay? Don't be like me. Hey girl, again, thanks for stopping by and chatting it up with me. If you love it here, let me know. Leave a review on whatever platform you're streaming from. It's super quick and easy. And as always, I appreciate all the love and support. Until next time, I love you, but God loves you more.